Mystery number six is the mysteries of the spirit. Oh yeah, 1 Corinthians 14. Let's go there. When you speak in tongues, you're speaking the mysteries of God. There are spiritual mysteries. The spirit realm itself is a mystery. I really believe God is going to intensify the spirit realm around you. And the last nights, I'm going to say for a week now, I've had multiple dreams. My wife and I are in a season right now of getting such revelation from God about the coming harvest and things that are coming that are going to rock the world in a wonderful way. And I know prophets all get different levels of revelation and we all get a piece or a part. But a lot the Lord is showing me is a harvest and a golden sickle in the hand of his reaping ones. His evangelists are going to be racing with the gospel. I've, mass baptisms are coming. Stadium Christianity is coming to North America and the nations. We're going to see online meetings that exceed a million people hearing and receiving the gospel online, like this class right here. Zoom classes where teachers and preachers and prophets will be able to speak to huge masses of people instantaneously. And of course, live gatherings that will rock the world, that will cause spiritual reverberations around the planet. Wonderful things are coming. So the spirit realm is going to be intensified in the coming season of your life. Dreams will be important. You will see visions. You will begin to prophesy and speak the words, the oracles of God. Women and men will teach and preach and bring the glory to cities and locales and families and gatherings. The spirit realm is a mystery. I hear things, I see things, and I've met people who have experienced things that as I don't have a wig, but it made me flip my wig. I'm shocked at some of the things I've heard. God taking his servants into the throne room of heaven. That has happened to me. God revealing the scrolls of their life message. That has happened to me. And coals of fire being released to the earth through intercession. That happened in one of our meetings. We have seen such miracles of the Spirit, signs that make you wonder. Don't ever buy the lie that God has stopped doing miracles, signs and wonders, healings, and dramatic visitations. Oh, the seven thunders are about to be heard on the earth. God will bring the steel punch of heaven through our darkness, this moral darkness that's covering the earth. God will reveal his mighty arm. He'll bear his mighty arm and bring a generation to Christ. You watch as Gen Z comes streaming into the kingdom of God, running and racing to the cross, ready to lay their lives down. And as we see the Islamic world turning, it may be somewhat relatively slow now, but it's going to increase in the years to come of our wonderful Muslim friends that are coming to know Jesus, the Savior, Isa, and know that he alone is the Redeemer, the one that can set the soul free. So it says here, 1 Corinthians 14, 1 and 2, it's good that you're enthusiastic and passionate about spiritual gifts, especially prophecy. Okay, it's good. 
When someone speaks in tongues, no one understands a word he says because he's not speaking to people, but to God. He is speaking intimate mysteries in the spirit. Wow. I hope you will speak in tongues. I have a friend, Joshua Mills. He is such a treasure. He's such a wonderful man. And I was just in a meeting with him in Victory down in Houston, a large gathering. And he said, I, he was humble about it. Okay, I'm making it a little more braggadocious than he really said it. But he said, I speak in tongues more than you all. He says, I can prove it because I have all these CDs and I have all these uh, videos and recordings of him speaking in tongues for an hour. And he says he's had millions of views. Millions of people have listened to him just speaking in tongues for an hour. So you add up all of those hours of viewing and listening. That's why he said, I speak in tongues more than you all. I hope you'll get baptized in the Holy Spirit. Let fear go. Don't be worried about God giving you too much. I would be concerned about not getting everything God has promised. I was a fundamentalist missionary. I believed in cessationism, that the miracles, what we call the sign gifts, had ended when John died in Ephesus in the first century, that the miracle sign gifts had ceased. But I've come to discover that is not true. It's not true historically. And it's not true experientially. And the gifts of the Holy Spirit, including tongues and prophecies and the mysteries of God, they are still legit, they're valid, and they're in effect today. So get hungry for the spirit realm, for the things of God. Get hungry for the mysteries, things you can't describe, define, and explain to other people. Man, your God must be really small if you can explain him to somebody. <laughs> The angels are still discovering the glorious mysteries of God. How much more should we peer into that mercy seat, look into the heart of love, compassion, and tenderness, and discover how good and gracious God really is? My, okay, shall we do one more? Number seven, the mystery of righteousness. We'll let this be our last one for this evening. The mystery number seven is found in 1 Timothy 3.16. 1 Timothy 3.16. It says the mystery of godliness or the mystery of righteousness. Let's say godliness. The mystery of godliness is truly amazing. Paul is writing his spiritual son, Timothy. Angels gazed upon him as a man. Now, what I'm reading, it's believed to be an ancient hymn that the church sang these words, that this was a common chorus, that the churches of Jesus Christ around the world would sing these in centuries gone by. His angels gazed upon him as a man. Stop right there. Angels gazed upon him, the mystery of godliness. They gazed upon him as a man. Hadn't they always looked at the face of God? Hadn't they always been in heaven with God? Yes. And I could just imagine Follow me now. I can just imagine God announcing to the angels, okay, guys, we've really enjoyed being Trinity up here, Father, Son, and Spirit, but Son is going to leave us and step into this earth realm, and he's going to come in a way that will shock you. And maybe he didn't tell them. Maybe God didn't tell the angels until he was born a baby. 
and angels announced his birth. And they gazed upon the face of God. And what did they see? A baby. That's the mystery of godliness. Angels saw God. The angels that were in the glory for eternity. Now they get to see this one who stepped out of unapproachable, inapproachable light. And he put himself into human form. And now they're gazing at God as a man. And the glorious message of his kingly rulership is being preached to the nations. Many have believed in him. He has been taken back to heaven. He has ascended into the place of exalted glory. Yes, great is the mystery of godliness. Friends, there's so many things about God that he wants to reveal to your heart. And just to reiterate, humble, hungry, and hope-filled. If you're hungry and full of hope, expectation, you're expecting God. Hope is expectation. And if you're hungry, humble, and expecting, you're going to have a time of your life. You're going to have a wild ride in the things of God. And many mysteries he wants to unveil about your life, about your upbringing, about why things happened. And all of those mysteries will not be unveiled here. Most of them, it will be in eternity. But there are things that he wants to show you tonight about how precious you are to the heart of God. The secrets of God's heart is that he loves you endlessly, forever, without any diminishing, no matter what you've done, that's the scandal, isn't it? No matter what you do, you cannot limit the love of God. It will search you out. It will find you in your mess. It will wade through your stuff, and it'll find the real you. God understands you. He knows you. He created you for his glory, and he wants you to know that endless love that comes through Jesus Christ. And friends, I hope you've enjoyed this. We want to offer this to you free. And we'll be doing this some more throughout this year, giving you different teachings and different things that the Lord puts on our hearts. But I'm inviting you personally for you to be a partner to Candace and I and our ministry. My wife is almost fully recovered from two knee surgeries. And it's been a little bit of a difficult walk, pun intended, for her the last five, six months now as she's getting therapy and getting her knees back functioning again. But she would be here with me if she could, but she joins me in spirit and inviting you, please consider being part of our family, our community. And here's how, just go to passionandfire.com slash partner mentoring. And we have a partner mentoring schedule every Tuesday. We mentor our partners. We have time to answer questions, to meet them, and teach them and mentor them in the ways of God. If that interests you, check out passionandfire.com slash partner mentoring. Love to invite you to be a part of our community, our family. We love you, beautiful people. I'm going to just look through here.